Welcome to the Excel in Retirement Show, where financial planning becomes understandable. Your host, David C. Treese, is a licensed financial advisor who specializes in retirement income planning. David's desire for each of his clients is to have financial confidence, protection, and growth. We believe this is achievable with the right plan in place. Together, we'll build a plan specific to your financial goals. We work with clients all over, and we'd love to connect with you. Go to ClientsExcel.com to connect with us. If you'd like to speak with us, call our office at 864-641-7955. Thanks for listening. Now to the show. All right, we're back for episode 72 of the Excel in Retirement Show. Thanks for being here. Each year, I write a handful of things I want to accomplish down on a card, a small card, and I typically fold it up and put it in my wallet. If you look through my wallet right now, you'd find one for this year, and I think there's power in writing down our goals and having aspirations to work towards. And I found my card recently from 2012, and I had made the goal to learn to fly fish, but it never happened. Didn't even come close But I hold the philosophy that it's better to shoot for something and miss than to never shoot. With that said, I've learned to manage my expectations for my goals, though. And so, in other words, I try to be realistic about what I set as a goal. Carl, my father-in-law, had been wanting to try fly fishing also. I'd wanted to try it for almost 10 years now or more, maybe longer. And so we did some research about how to go about learning this skill set. And we found an instructor named Aaron who would teach us the basics. All we had to do was show up. He brought all the equipment, the waders, the boots, everything. So last week we went up to the Saluda River in the northern part of Greenville County, and that is right below uh, western North Carolina, and we met our instructor Aaron. Now, I grew up fishing, but never for pretty fish. I have never been one that had the skill to catch a bass or a trophy trophy fish like a trout. What I would catch were those big, ugly bottom dwellers, catfish. And if I had chicken levers for bait, it made it all the easier. And I used to love to catch catfish as a kid. As a result, I had pretty low expectations for how it would go last week. But Aaron stood with us there in the water. You get down in the water with the waders, and he meticulously described what to do. And he communicated that to us. And not long after I started trying to to cast and catch a fish, I hooked one. It was amazing how sometimes, though, your head knows what to do, but you can't make yourself immediately perform the action. Has that ever happened to you? You know what to do, but you just can't make your arms or your legs or whatever do exactly what you know you need to do in your head. So that was how it was with this. So I lost the fish when I jerked the rod the wrong way. And then I hooked another one and lost it to the same thing twice. But then I got wise, and on the third one I asked for help. And I asked Aaron what to do next, and he told me exactly what to do as soon as I hooked that fish, and I was able to reel it in. And uh, in our newsletter this week, I put a picture of it. You can go to our website uh, in the next few days and look at that, too. We post all the podcasts and newsletters on our website, so check that out there, clientsexcel.com forward slash podcast. And you see a picture of me with my giant trophy fish. He's not that big. He was, uh, it was fun to catch, though. He, he, they're fighters. They fight when you're reeling them in, so that was good. Uh, the power of instruction, though, was on display 
because it's doubtful I could have known or done that on my own. If I tried, I probably would have given up and never gone back. I wouldn't have had the motivation to try again if I hadn't sought that instruction from Aaron. It's a good reminder that asking for help or even paying for help can be beneficial and create a much more enjoyable experience than trying to go it alone. I can't wait to go fly fishing again. So that was my fishing story last week. Now, when referring to the stock market, many people equate that to the S&P 500. They'll, they'll talk about the S&P 500 as the market. The S&P 500 is an index of 500 large companies. But did you know the largest companies make up a larger percentage of the index? Apple, Amazon, Facebook, Google, and Microsoft account for 22% of the entire S&P 500. What do they all have in common? Of course, they're all technology companies. The bottom 250 are the smallest companies comprise just 10% of the index. So 250, half of the index is comprised of just 10% or makes up just 10%. The point is being that these technology companies are critical to how the overall index performs or how many people view the stock market. The S&P 500 has more than doubled in the last five years and it hasn't been hard to make money in the stock market with the accommodative stance the government has taken. The government has kept interest rates artificially low since the turn of the century, and we dropped them during COVID-19, and we started printing $120 billion of money per month and buying our own bonds and equities. This has made it easy or accommodative to make money in the, in the market. It has made it easier. Fundamentally, we know that low interest rates are accommodative to technology companies, especially those in a startup phase. It allows them to get going with less debt. This is one of the reasons we experienced the technology crash in the early 2000s. Companies were fearful ultra-low lending rates like we have now were going away. Little did they know. When the government begins raising interest rates, though, technology tends to be the most quickly impacted, which may lead to the overall S&P 500 being impacted. It may create a wave of disruption, so to speak. In retirement, it's important to have a proverbial bucket of money that productively grows but can never go down. Do you have a cannot-lose bucket of money? This may be an, a remedy for you for when the markets are unruly. We need part of our money to be in the stock market for several reasons. Keep up with inflation, for example. But it's important to use all the tools of financial planning and be well diversified. If you'd like to talk about this topic or others or you have questions, feel free to uh, reach out to us. Our number is 864-641-7955. I appreciate you listening and I hope you have a wonderful day. We'll see you next week. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Clients Excel are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including potential loss of principal. Any reference to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the insuring carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It's not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet particular needs of an individual situation. Clients Excel is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. 
our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Clients Excel. The use of logos and or trademarks of podcast hosting sites are the property of their respective owners and are not an endorsement by those owners of our firm or our program.